Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Believe in Liga MX podcast. This is week two, second episode of this wonderful podcast where we're talking all about the Liga MX. As you all know, we're in the Liguilla. Uh, this episode, we're not going to get into it that much. I'm waiting for the final for this for this week because we also got some very exciting news in the world of Liga MX, but outside of the teams in the Liguilla. But two big names like Miguel Herrera and Tigres. It was finally agreed for Miguel Herrera to join Tigres. Now, I know I know, we're in the middle of the Liguilla, but this is big news. And this is big news because Tigres, as you all know, one of the best teams in Liga MX, one of the best teams in the region. They're getting Florian Tovan. We talked about exactly that topic in the last episode. Go ahead and check it out if you want. And we also got Miguel Herrera, one of the most um, dominant coaches Maybe not title-wise. I mean, he's definitely won some big and important titles with America. But he could have won more. That's what sometimes he's criticized for. But I think I think he really is going to a more talented squad. I know America is one of the best. We all know that. But Tigres has something a little bit more special, in my opinion. So we'll talk about that exactly. What Miguel Herrera to Tigres means for the world of soccer, for the world of Liga MX and CONCACAF. They can definitely be a powerhouse for years to come. Uh, as we all know, Tigres has been a powerhouse for maybe 10 years already. With Tuca Ferretti, he's finally leaving, end of cycle. But the players, most of them are still the same. And Tigres is getting more good and dominant players as well from outside. Uh, in this case, Florent Tovan, the people that are already there who play differently under a new manager... Whatever, whatever, anything Miguel Herrera brings to the table from here on out is going to be positive news for Tigres. Now, maybe in six months we find out that maybe, I don't know, Guignac doesn't work out with, with Miguel Herrera or, or whoever. You know, that's not the point right now. The point is a switch of mentality. This first six months will be a trial, will be a, some players will benefit, some players will not benefit. But at the end of the day, Miguel Herrera and Tigres getting together is important for the team. This last decade, um, Tigres and America, with Miguel Herrera as a head coach, have faced off in a lot of uh, finals, in a lot of big, important matches like semifinals, quarterfinals, in uh, in Conca Champions, in Liga MX, and now imagine those two teams getting together by themselves. Uh, in, in, in Tigres, it's just Miguel Herrera joining Tigres instead of being, being with America. But if, so this is an exciting um, times for Tigres. This is an exciting project for Miguel Herrera to pick up. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give more of my opinion later on, but now I want to bring my guest, Rodolfo Landeros from Fox Deportes, Fox Sports. He does Liga MX and a lot of other stuff with Fox, but in both languages. So... Uh, you know, if you guys do not follow Rodolfo, please go ahead and do that. Him, Mariano, John Laguna, everybody, all the team at Fox does an amazing job, an amazing job. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting them, uh, I'm, words are not enough to to tell you how entertaining their, their, their broadcasts are. You should go and check them out. If you haven't, give a chance uh, in Liga MX in, in, in English or in Spanish, you know, to get that 
a little bit more of a feeling with the team. So Rodolfo Landeros is joining us here at the Believe in Liga MX podcast to talk about Miguel Herrera to Tigres. All his thoughts right here in this podcast. Go ahead, Rodolfo. How's it going, Patrick? Cheers to everyone at Believe in Liga MX. Um, first of all, I think what Tigres needed to do was bring uh, a winning coach, a guy with personality, with attitude, because this team that Tuca Ferreri managed for more than 11 years, um, they got used to winning. So you need a different mindset. And There are very few little people, very few people that can spark that 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 kind of mindset. And, and I think uh, what they did with signing Miguel Herrera was 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 perfect because he knows how to talk to the players. He knows how to manage a, a locker room. It doesn't matter what kind of personalities, leaderships there are, like Guignac, like uh, Paton Guzman. You got all sorts of. Uh, personalities in that locker room. and it isn't easy and it, it's it doesn't get any easier after more than a decade by having this father figure like Ricardo Ferretti what can uh, Miguel Herrera bring to the table obviously winning I think he's a an amazing coach um the 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 style that he's going to bring I think it's going to be interesting because in the second stage with America with all the I think with that roster, he couldn't do much. He had to try to merge the players that he had with different formations that he was not able to 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 do in a certain aspect. But now with a full roster, I think it's going to be very interesting to see that that Miguel Herrera seal. I think it's going to be uh, very entertaining. Uh, it's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. And I can't wait to see those first matches Obviously, it takes time to get a grip of what Miguel Herrera wants to to accomplish with this group. Probably around week seven, we can see his style of play. But uh, for certain, this is a, obviously a candidate to be winning in the next few seasons in Liga MX. Well, there you go. And thank you, Turrodo. Uh, that's a great analysis. And I, I got to agree in, in, in some of the points that Rodo makes. The, the fact... Uh, the matter of the fact uh, in the locker room, Miguel Herrera, a personality, maybe one of the toughest and biggest personalities in Liga MX, and everybody knows knows about him worldwide. You know, World Cup, what happened recently in the Conca Champions against LAFC, what he's done for a long time since his playing days in Liga MX, he's just a personality. And for some reason, well, I, there's got to be a reason. Obviously, it's not a bad one, but I just to put to to get a point across for some reason the players believe in him and you can tell that right away Miguel Herrera is that type of coach he gets the players to play uh, whether you like him or not obviously he's had his riffs and raps with some players in the past and that's normal I think every single coach in the world does and especially if you're a personnel Uh, you know your personality personality Miguel Herrera's in this case is is a big one uh, because the players ha also have uh, big personalities so he's gonna have that uh, what he needs to do I think Miguel Herrera is kind of learn a little bit about from Tuca Ferretti maybe they can talk for a while because Tuca Ferretti had Guignac on his toes and to have a huge name as Guignac to have him play his heart out want to win every single ball, not just every game, just every ball. A guy like Guignac. Now Tovan is coming coming in. 
Tuca Ferretti has also had a lot of big personalities. I mean, he's also one of the bigger personalities in Liga MX. But I think they could definitely talk. And by the way, Tuca Ferretti's contract is actually not officially done. So apparently he's still going to the office. So, I mean, that's a perfect opportunity for them to talk a little bit. Uh, you know, hand over the, the team in the most easiest way possible because the players also will need that adjustment. Uh, the whole, the whole, the fans will need that adjustment. Like Rolo said, until maybe week seven, we'll see that adjustment actually coming into play. So they, even though it's a perfect, I think it's a perfect matchup, like a perfect, uh, match actually, uh, between Tigres and Miguel Herrera. I also do think that It can maybe go bad. You know, Tuca Ferretti's Tigres have won for a long time. And sometimes criticized for not winning that much. Because they definitely could have. They definitely could have. Just like America, just like Rayados, just like every single big team in Liga MX. It's not a given to win in Mexico. And that's a given. So uh, I think the biggest challenge for Miguel Herrera will maybe not be a win. Because I think they'll win. But... A lot of the criticism that they got, Tigres, was the fact that all these offensive players, and you're, 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 you're going back after you score one goal, keep on scoring, make attractive football, and, and have the fans happy. I think that's what Tuca's biggest criticism was, apart from not winning that much, which I think is fine, what he won. It's absolutely fine. Uh, I think that was a criticism, and that was... I think good criticism. But at the end of the day, you have that coach. That coach plays that way. So you got to learn that. Now, Miguel Herrera plays a little bit more on the offensive side. He likes to score two, three, four goals if he's had a chance. So if he doesn't do that in the, I don't know, in, this, in the beginning part of his tenure, then that's where he'll start to get the criticism. Now, it doesn't mean that if he wins championships and all that, um, Uh, that criticism will continue. No, because at the end of the day, fans, especially Tigres fans, just want to win. I think, it was, it, and that's clear because Tuca Ferretti gave them 11 years of playing the way he played and winning, and they were fine with it. Obviously, some were, weren't, some were a little bit more patient, but at the end of the day, Tigres fans want to win. They haven't win, been a winning franchise forever in their history until this decade. So, They're, they're, they're fine with just winning, maybe not playing the bestest, but, but, you know, now after a few years of winning, after a few years of catching up to the big guys, now maybe you also want to play well. Now maybe you also want to, to be that offensive attacking team that scares opponents really. So I think that's going to be the challenge. Miguel Herrera needs to take this team who a lot of the players are older. That's also another thing that maybe we need to talk about. A lot of the players are older. They're in they're, they're I'm not sure if the whole Tigres squad is kind of like and then the, the decreasing wave. Maybe they're they aren't maybe this just was you know Tuca's final season. Everybody went downhill. But you know that That's also going to be a challenge. Take that decreasing downhill team and, and make him go upwards again. You know, motivate Guignac as, uh, again. Uh, Guido Pizarro, Nahuel Guzman, all of them have to want to keep winning. Florian Tovan has to come in and want to win every single game. Florian, by the way, 
who's not really known for the coming up big and in, in, in big matches. Uh, maybe in Mexico he will. But, you know, in Ligue 1, he, he, he didn't have that. But Miguel Herrera's teams have always had a way to come up big in the big matches. So I, And I think he'll make that case for Tigres. I think one of the biggest things, things as well is for Tigres to remove that little chiquito, equipo chico, uh, thing from from their from their you know from the fans, and that goes away with coming up big in the big moments, and it's just a constant of winning and winning and winning, and Miguel Herrera can bring that. Miguel Herrera knows. Miguel Herrera is literally the definition of grandeza in Liga MX. Even though he's not the most winningest coach in the history of Liga MX and any of that, he knows what it means to be a Equipo grande, a big team. He learned, I mean, he just showed it in America. So if he takes that to Tigres, we're in for trouble for Tigres opponents. And Tigres fans will probably rejoice. So it can be a perfect match. It can literally be a perfect match. It can become the start of another dynasty. And I think it has very little chance, very little chance for it just to not work out. I think... It's a positive signing. It's a positive moment for Tigres and Miguel Herrera. They got to be excited, but they literally have to work every single day to not just, you know, continue this good run of Tigres in the last decade, but to make it even bigger, you know, internationally, internationally wise, winning the CONCA champions again, going to the Club World Cup again, being a, 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 a an opponent, a tough opponent over there in the Club World Cup and 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 against every single opponent in the in the Conca Champions in Liga MX, you gotta be winning. Uh, I think, like I said, it can be a big, big thing, another dynasty. But I do see a slight chance of of, of it just being a little bit of the same. Maybe Miguel Herrera uh, just not being up to it. Maybe Guignac in his final years. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but we have we gotta have those details uh, in hand because it, it seems like the perfect match, and I think it is. I really do think. But there's things that could happen that could make this all go bad. So that's our thoughts. Me and Rodolfo Landero's thoughts on the um, on the Miguel Herrera to Tigres signing. The announcement was made in an Instagram live with Miguel Herrera and Abuel Guzman. Uh, it, it was uh, news that was going to happen. We just didn't know exactly when it happened today. He arrived at Monterrey, went to the offices, signed, did this little Instagram live, announced to the world that he was the new Tigres head coach. And now, and now it's time to work. So if you like this episode, please do share. I appreciate everything. Uh, the last, the first episode was 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 amazing support. I I, I want to appreciate all of you. I want to thank you, you know, for listening, for sharing, and doing all that good stuff. Uh, I hope you like this one as well. Share it if you do. Uh, comment. Send me a tweet at Tsunami Picks. Follow me on all the social medias, uh, and and I'll be happy to talk. Uh, like you know, I'm always there, tweeting, talking about Liga MX and every single. Uh, a sport pretty much so uh, that's it for me that's it for me I want to thank Rodolfo Landeros as well again for, for for jumping in here with me and giving me his opinion and uh, yeah hopefully you guys enjoy enjoy the Liguilla we'll be back next week we'll talk Liguilla we'll talk the final of the Liga MX that's going to be exciting I can't wait to show you guys hope you guys enjoy this hope you guys share it 
talk to me in social media and I'll see you guys the next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.